a good encouragement for us today on our Lenten journey um, as we take up prayer and fasting and almsgiving. I think sometimes prayer and fasting can take the focus um, and it can actually, when we're praying and fasting, it can seem a lot more about us and our holiness and our own spiritual life, our Lenten journey, whereas almsgiving is something that must take us beyond ourselves to open up our hearts to others and there's a, a great encouragement in this today with the example of the rich man and Lazarus at his gate. And I think the, to, to simplify the problem of, of the rich man's kind of sin in not caring about Lazarus at his gate, it was simply that he didn't see that Lazarus was there and that he was poor and, and that he, he was in need. If he had have had the eyes to see the problem, then we, we hear how, how rich and well-off he was. He easily could have tended to his need. But it was the closed-off nature of his heart that he didn't even notice his brother's plight. I think there's something about um, sin and the, that condition of our heart that we can be so closed off to others around us, so consumed in our own little world and our own needs and our own desires that we don't worry about anyone else's problem. And so um, one thing that our almsgiving can do throughout Lent is an opening up of our hearts to others, opening up of the eyes and our ears so that we can actually see that there are other people that we're encountering constantly throughout the day and that perhaps they're in need, perhaps they're suffering, perhaps they're going through all sorts of things um, and that we can share our life with them. We can whether pray for them or care for them, whatever kindness. Um, just to put this more concretely, a simple example in that classic area of sin um, that we all deal with of driving on the roads. <laughs> we can get so frustrated in that and I, just like most of us I'm sure, can be driving along and I'm only thinking about where I need to go and how fast I want to get there and what the time is and whether I'm running late or whatever. And therefore, every other car on the road is an obstacle to that. <laughs> or if they happen to be going, going fast in the right lane, then they're the ones I want to follow. But we can, we can encounter people in life like this, that they're just, they can either serve my need and help me get what I need, or they're an obstacle before me. It's only a perspective that's looking at my own needs, my own desires, my own agenda for this moment. Um, but something, something that I do some of the time to calm myself down and, and discourage this habit of speediness on the road is just to go, okay, I'm just going to sit in the middle lane the whole way. <laughs> Whether there's a slow car in front of me or not, I'm just going to stay here and be patient. Um, but to take that a step further, I was thinking that, oh, perhaps even if there is a slow car in front of me, because I could still sit in the middle lane and force myself to be patient, but still be cursing the car in front of me that's slowing me down. <laughs> what if I stayed in the middle lane and prayed for the person in the car in front of me? Okay, then they switch off, and then I'll pray for the next car that's in front of me. Um, just a simple, silly little example, but see, what that does is that it's, it's opening up my heart out of my own little situation today, out of what I've got going on and where I need to be and how fast I need to get there, and it's saying, okay, there's somebody else, here's a beloved child of God in front of me who's carrying all sorts of stuff in their own heart today. Maybe they're having a great day and they're feeling blessed and they're driving along because they're so relaxed and at peace. They're driving along so slowly. Or maybe they're weighed down with all sorts of burdens. The first step to kind of getting us outside of ourselves is just that curiosity 
to want to know what's in another person's life. Not a, not a kind of gossipy, um, peering in sort of curiosity of, oh, what's going on with them? But a, but a like, I care about this person. An openness to know what is going on in their lives. Um, and if it is that we, we want to pray for that person at that moment, we don't actually need to know what's going on in anyone's life to pray for them. We can just ask for the Lord's will to be done in their life. But the first step towards entering into um, our brother or sister's need is an openness to actually see that they are there in front of us and that they have all sorts of problems and that they are carrying all sorts of things today or that they're rejoicing today. Um, If the rich man was able to see that Lazarus was at his gate, then it was an easy problem to solve. He had plenty of food on his table and he could have shared. He had plenty of resources at his hands. Um, And this doesn't need to happen on the road, um, but it can happen in all sorts of ways. Maybe we, we get a we get a call from somebody in a call center and we're just like, ah, crazy call centers, why do they keep bothering us? Oh, well, no, that's actually another person on the other end of the phone or we're waiting in queue for something or somebody isn't responding to our email and we need that response back. It's like, okay, this is not just a task of mine that's not getting done. This is a person on the other end of this encounter. How do I open up my heart to encounter them? Um, Which... In this life, before the gulf that, that Abraham says has been fixed forever, um, we get to kind of close that gulf by opening up our hearts to others. So um, you can take up that encouragement in whatever way you'd like today and through your Lenten journey. But this is something of opening our hearts to the love that God wants to fill us with. And we can begin just by being curious about this person that's in front of us and what God wants to do in their life today.